This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Yo, send the conversation. We back up in here. Me and D. Yeah, yeah. V's on the West Coast. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Take that, take that. We in here popping that Moat Chandon. You know what I'm saying? We talking that talk. We had a stay woke challenge. D. Stay woke, y'all. Stay woke. Wake up! For the end of conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon, crazy's Dominican, you know, Vladimir, come on, yo, my cool man from the county of Dade, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, it is in the conversation. This is Damian Lemon. You already know on my right hand side, that man Vladimir Camano is on the left side of the country working on a hellified sitcom. Stay tuned on that, but then I'm gonna throw it to the left hand side. Left hand side, who we got? got? You got Ali Muhammad, the voice of your choice. Oh, yeah, back up in here. There you go, you know. I see you got a plane ticket on you. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm fresh, I'm fresh out the A. Okay, you know what I'm saying? How was that? It was great, man. It was my my little plane ticket. I needed to get that damn um, pre check shit. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's a whole nother life. (laughs) That's a whole. I've been on pre-check in these two years now. Yeah. It's a whole nother. I tell everybody in the world to like, fuck with it, but then it, I kind of don't want to tell long people. It, take? it don't take much. It take maybe like um for the total process, maybe like two weeks to a month. This is oh. what it is. The only inconvenient thing for you, probably be inconvenient, is just going to the airport mm-hmm. to do the interview. Okay, you know what I mean, and that's by you. So really, all you do go online. Fill out the paperwork. Uh-huh. I don't know if you, and then I think you go uh, fill out the paperwork. I guess I forget what else. This has been a while, but you fill out the paperwork. Then uh, you apply for it. They send you, you know, an interview date. So this mm-hmm. is this is where you can interview in your area. These are the dates that are available. Mm-hmm. You pick a date. You go to the date. And then you have a conversation with the cat. And I was a little, I was like, ah, this could where go left. Right. You got what I mean? Uh-huh. They don't give a fuck, man. They not, they not asking uh, you that many gone, questions. They, they might come for you, but, Ali Muhammad. But I've been, I've asked, I've been answering all them questions since 2001. Right, so, so you probably. So I, already, I already know yeah. what the interview question's going to be. Yeah. Dude, that shit. Like where you was born, where your mom was born. I don't remember. Um, Hospital. Like, not even all of that. Oh, it was see. more like. Why do you travel a lot? So what right. do you travel for? Where right, you going? Right. Blah blah blah. Like a little right. bit in your business, but nothing super crazy. Because yeah, no if you living legitimate, you good. Yeah, no doubt. And no then doubt. Uh, you know they the, say yo pre check motherfuckers be stunting on you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, they. You know what I'm saying? I was a well. I don't remember which airport was it Charlotte or or no, I was at Laguardia, the, yeah. the worst place to fly American Airlines out of because uh, it's in that central terminal. Yeah, so you'd be stacked in there. And the pre-check motherfuckers walking through like, hey. Smoothie schmoo. So smug. Not only was they walking through, they walking through looking yeah. back. Like, it's you the, know what I'm saying? Like, what you got to look back first for? First class for a regular motherfucker. <laughs> what you got to look back for? You know what I'm saying? Because he want to let you know. <laughs> nah. We see your punk ass going through the line. Ah, see, look at the slander. You see that shit? That's envy. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to tell you what would be pissing me off, though, is what I, I hate when they try to check my pre-check. Like right. I'm not all the way pre-check. I right, walk right, through right. and they and they try to right. excuse me, excuse me. This is pre. Listen, <laughs> I'm not new to this. <laughs> oh, okay, my bad. Keep going. I ain't new to this. I'm <laughs> true to this. Ah, uh, yeah, that pre-check is worth it, man. Yeah, I think it's yeah. like a hundred dollars for a few years. It's the fucking. It's the best thing you could like. It's the best deal going if you get on the plane. Dead yeah, ass. yeah, nah, I'm I'm on it, man. I was yeah. supposed to been do it, man. I've been tripping and slipping. Yeah. So yeah, I just got back from the A. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Checked out the little uh, screening for the Organized Noise doc. That comes out today, today right? Or yeah, to, yeah today. yesterday. But yesterday when y'all hear this. Yeah. But yeah, so it was dope, man. I liked it, man. Yeah. Yeah, you should probably check it I'm out. I'm going to check it out tonight. You know yeah. Is it, uh? so you feel like it's in-depth, it gives you everything you need? I mean, it's, it's in-depth as probably they could have went without being, you know what I'm saying, Salacious with one another. Okay. Oh, okay. You know Without shitting on it. Yeah. yeah. You know they. He. You know Rico Way. Of course, is you know the the voice right. of, of you know the whole the outfit. Whole, the whole outfit. Right. 
And but you had everybody there, you know what I'm saying? But when it came down to the part where it was like the breakup right. where cats weren't working together no more, it's the interviews started dwindling. See, in the beginning it was there, you know, you had big boy trade, right. you know, right. oh everybody. Nobody wanna talk about the but, fuck. But that uh, shit. in the end, and this probably was the edit, but in the end that shit dwindled down to Rico. Mm-hmm. Sleepy, just the just the, just core. the core group. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Wanted a whole lot of. I wanted to hear what Dre had to say. I wanted to hear what Big Boy had to say. But overall, it was it was a great pick. It was a great look into you know what I'm saying what was going on inside of their minds when they were making the music that we were listening to. Do you think that for a new generation, you think that a, you? This documentary will give this these people that might not be familiar with organized noise will they be inspired to go check some shit out? Oh yeah, I mean because the the connection is so you know what I'm saying it cross generational. So with say Dre three thousand, he kind of crossed right. generations. Big Boy, yeah, CeeLo, you know what I'm saying. Big Boy still out there a little bit. Big Boy discovered um old girl, what's her name? Janelle Monae. Janelle Monae. So it's kind of like cross cultural in in its effects. So right. you know what I'm saying. Future. Future is his cousin. Right. Future is Rico's cousin. Uh, I think. I think um, they don't say it in here, but I think they man. I think Metro Boomin and um, one of the other new cats, new producers, kind of organized okay. related. You know what I'm saying? So they they got their hands in in this generation a little bit, and what I think what they're trying to do with this is give themselves a new life, a second you know, act. You know, yeah. What, okay. What my man said in the trailer. You know what I'm saying? Like time for a second coming. Yeah. I ain't never heard no third coming, so we gotta make the most of it. <laughs> make the second one work. <laughs> Sleepy was saying. So you know, what I'm saying it was dope. I think this generation to really get a sense of the work ethic. You know, what I'm saying just to because you know with technology. I was about to say, yeah, I was about to ask you that. Dad. With with technology now, you know, what I'm saying you could be your own crew in the room. You right. know what I'm saying you got everything you need to make your whole shit. You don't really have to socialize. And, right. Back then, you know what I'm saying, like I said, they have, you know, 15, 16 cats sleeping at Rico Way Mama House, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it gives you a good look into, like, the crew mentality that I think we lose a lot of in this generation. Well, over time, you know what I'm saying, when the technology started changing, I think we lost a lot of the crews right. and, and want to come out as a as a big group or right. a collective, you know? Because it was back in the day, it would be like one cat would have equipment. Right. And everybody got to converge there to use the equipment. Right. And then you just become friends by default. Right. Oh, he came through. Next thing you right. know, now we all good. Yeah, right. you don't see that. Now, everybody got a laptop. Yeah, everybody got You do you that show on your iPhone. Everybody downloading beats from the internet and, yeah. and getting it popping. That's why a lot of shit be sounding emotional. Yeah, you just, just be, be home, and home in the house, <laughs> four walls staring at yeah. you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I think I think the younger generation, I I think it's it'll be some inspiration as far as going all the way there. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. like even now, even with the new producers like Metro Booming, he like legendary in in name. Right. I don't think I ever seen him. I don't know nothing much about him. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? I don't I don't see nothing about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. Like I don't like visually I don't have no idea of how he rolling. But I didn't really have no idea really about Rico Wade and like But you knew about Dungeon Family. You knew about but that's the thing. You knew about it. Like Outcast and Goody Mob, like they were the people that were out there. They were mm-hmm. of the Dungeon Family, but they were like the you know, the artists. Right. right. But when it came down to being in the dungeon, you know, no, like no, I know no. Rico Wade. What's the other cat that's down I mean, obviously Sleepy, but what's the other there's another Right, right. Like, I don't know what Ray looked like. Nah, but that was what they were saying in the thing. Ray was like, you know what I'm saying? He was, he, was, he was in the cut. He was doing the bulk of the, the okay. production. Okay. So Rico, you would see him. Rico was in the first video. You knew he was from the rip. Yeah, but did you, though? I mean, I did. You knew his face. Like, when you somebody knew, said, you, that's the guy that produces. Nah, like, you knew that was Rico Wade. Like, who was the cat with the... Because you thought, at first, when Players Ball came out, you thought he was part of the group. Because it was like, he had the the, the the braids that needed to be done with no shirt right. on, coming through with the bowl of cereal. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then, back then, we read, I mean... As that generation, we had to read to right. get the information. That's so, what I'm saying. So you would read and be like, okay, that's Rico Wade. You know what I'm saying? You're reading the source or reading or whatever that, you know, who's who. But see, that's what I'm saying. So like, okay, so let me make an East Coast equivalent kind of, mm-hmm. right? Especially okay. on the on the strength of a second act. I've been looking online. I've been seeing there's a lot of shit from DITC coming back, digging in the crates, mm-hmm. right? 
DITC was a collective, but pretty much everybody was visible. You know, that was Diamond mm-hmm. D, that's Showbiz, that's AG, that's Lord Finesse, that's Fat Joe, that's OC. You know what I mean? Like, these people, you know, mm-hmm. like, they were all, they were basically all artists, right? right. So, and, like, if you've seen Pete Rock and CL Smooth, you know, oh, Pete Rock gonna say, I'm Pete Rock. I right. do the, you know, it's a Pete Rock. Like, he gonna right. be famous. Right. I think with the, with the, the uh, like, the Dungeon family, you had to, like, you had to read up on them. Like, right. it wasn't, like, it wasn't as out front. You know what I mean? Which I'm, I appreciate. Right. But, but every artist that was fucking with them shouted that shit out. They yeah. was they was gonna say Rico. They was gonna say Dungeon Family. They was they was all saying that shit. So you had to kind of figure out who was that. Just like with Molly Maul, like you know what I'm saying. Right. Everybody that That's got good. on his joint shouted him out. Like he was a producer, but you kind of knew Molly Maul since the thousand. I mean, right. you know what I'm saying. Like always shouting him out. And that's just when you start looking them up. All right. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, they of course they wasn't as visible. We all know that. But again, as a movement, I think I guess being down there, it just felt like it was a big thing. It's also like like, but I, I there's an appreciation for that too because like if you think about like the Bomb Squad, right? Mm-hmm. Keith Shockley and um, with Hank, Hank Hank Shockley, yeah, Hank Shockley, part of me, and what's yeah. the Keith? Uh, it's another cat, right? It's Hank yeah. Shockley and uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't even Hank say Hank Shockley was kind of okay. like the main one. He was the main one. He was the Rico. He was the Rico of the That's my squad. point. Like, <laughs> I don't Like, Hank Shockley could walk right through here, right. and his sound is official. Right. He could walk right through here. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it is some mystique to that, too, sometimes. Right. No doubt. You know. No doubt. You had that bomb squad, you know, but it was kind of like whoever they shot it out. Like, you ain't know. They didn't shout out the bomb squad individually. They kind of shouted out the bomb squad. You knew that. Right. You know what I'm saying? But then they shouted out Harry Allen, who was like kind of yeah. like a peripheral member. Right. And right. It, like you still, you still remember that. Like you see him on Twitter, and the only thing I can hear in my head is Harry Allen. I gotta ask him. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a tough ass, that's a tough ass title too. Media Assassin. You know what I'm saying? That shit is fire. <laughs> media Assassin. That's how they go together. Right. So, media Assassin. So, you know, I guess. Shout out to Harry Allen. And I guess, you know, back then you was more. I was more into kind of trying to figure out who was who. Mm-hmm. That was the whole point. Like right. you had no internet. Like you was trying to get in this game, man. You had to read the Billboard every right. week. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just start writing names down. Now you got documentaries and podcasts. You know, yeah, you got documentaries, podcasts. Give you the contacts. Google like a motherfucker. Rap genius. You go back and find out his future, former life before he got right. into business. Right. Who sampled who? Yeah, so, yeah. but you know, it's, that's all good. It make it easier, but I think that collective coming together suffers because you don't have to. Yeah, you got to really make an effort yeah. to. Uh, that's why. That's I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not. It's crews are popping up again. They slowly coming together, mm-hmm. but like you know, we're a crew. We're a crew. I mean, right now we, you know, we you know we ain't all the way. You know what I mean? We the triumphant, crew, but yeah, we the IT triumphant. Yeah, you know what I mean? We the podcast assassins. There it go. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> all right, I'm with that shit. Nah, so that was cool, man. Uh-huh. We're out there, you know what I'm saying? Seeing some of the um, the Atlanta faces, you know what I'm saying? That we work with all over the years. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You get to see how. You know what I'm saying? Even though a lot of a lot of those faces and names weren't in New York, right? How crucial they were right. to one is at least for me building my career and a lot of things that I made, moves that I made. Mm-hmm. A lot of those people were right there. You know what I'm saying? Well, shout know, out like to Orlando people. McGee. You know what I'm saying? Out. Big Oomp, Shant- okay. Shanti. But then Shanti ended up coming to right. New York. You know what I'm saying? Um, Amy. You it used to be Amy and Laura. I didn't see Laura at the joint. Laura Giles, oh, Amy wow. Jarofsky. Laura Giles, huh? I forgot. Laura about. Giles was like the plug on yeah. the low. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Laura. Laura used to be. She used to run um, Patchwork. You mm. know what I'm saying? Before it was, it was a label. Before it was a studio. Right. Uh, Patchwork is like one of the is one of the biggest studios in the southeast. Yeah. So a lot of records were recorded there. Uh, Bob used to play for the Falcons. He owns it. Okay, but he used to have a he used to have a record label. <laughs> That's his last name Bob, who used to play for the Falcons. <laughs> when he used to play for the Falcons, that becomes your thought, last name. Yeah, see, I was, That's how Ali used to play for the Knicks. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Yeah. I thought you was part of the crew. You supposed to roll with that. You supposed to call me out on it. <laughs> 
I couldn't remember last night. Yeah, shout out to Bob. I knew his he energy, still, though. Yeah, there you go. It's established. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I know shit. I ain't call you out. I was just fucking. <laughs> Bob used to be married to the old, old girl from the Housewives. What's her name? Cherie. Uh, what's, what's, what's Cherie last name? Uh, I don't know. I don't watch the Housewives like that. Yeah, whatever. So <laughs> that's not my shit. <laughs> Cherie Whitfield, Bob Whitfield. God damn. There you go. So Bob Whitfield. Shout out to Bob Whitfield. Yeah, his Bob Whitfield owns Patchwork. Okay. Laura used to run the label before it was the studio. Then when they built the studio, she was like the studio manager. So she was plugged in with everybody. Anybody you need to know, you can get that. You could you could call Laura. She'll plug in. Switchboard. Boom. Boom I got you. <laughs> So, so that was big once the South music started kind of becoming popular across uh-huh. the country. So they they were very crucial in um, making a lot of shit pop. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it was good to you know kind of be in that mix again, get around that energy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. What's up? Did it inspire anything for you? Well, of course. I mean, shit. Anytime I make a move, I'm inspired. So it inspired me. You know what I'm saying? To it, it kind of like give you one of them situations to where. It's like shit. You are who you always was. You know what I'm saying? And then, and and when you live in New York so long, you lose that when you fly back in the city. That energy you used to get when you fly back in the city sometimes. Uh-huh. So, but when you when you go back down south and refresh, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You come back and you see the buildings coming across. It's like, oh shit, I'm going. I'm coming to take this shit over. You know what I'm saying? Because that be your energy. That's how you be feeling. Like, right. shit, I'm about to come land. I'm going to get on the ground and make shit happen. It's like a reapproach. You know what I mean? It's like I figured it out while I'm in the sky. You I'm going to tear this shit down. I know, so yeah. I know yeah. how I'm going to get it when yeah. I get back. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, it's always, you know, coming back from the South is always that type of situation. That's dope. You know what I mean? So, that was cool. I got to hang out with my, my nieces. Went to that cheer competition. Oh, word. Very different lifestyle. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's very almost like a suburban lifestyle, even in the city of Atlanta. Mm. So it was like a bring it on type of situation. Oh, a big deal? <laughs> yeah, it's like a bring it on cheer competition. So mm-hmm. I went to that. That was cool. Those shits are intense. Yeah. I'm like, this the, is, the stakes is high. <laughs> There's a lot of energy, a lot of fraught, nervous energy. You know what I'm saying? How'd they do? Oh, they did good. They, I think they brought in the fourth place. Okay, that's yeah, that's what's up. Nah, because shit, there was some girls out there killing. How shit. deep was it deep? Crazy? Like, like how many people? I stopped paying attention after I seen my nieces. Oh, <laughs> keep in and out. Like, all right. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, how many? How nah, big was the competition? How many yeah. people were participating? How I mean, many it was teams. In the, it was like in the convention center. It was a lot of teams. So it was a lot. Was like, probably about you know 25, 30 teams or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying you gotta have stamina to watch that type of shit. My my niece. Is like she's into dance and she does the dance competitions, mm-hmm. and my my sister, you know, she, go, she goes there, she supports, and them shits be like seven to ten hour events, yeah, yeah. and it's just that's a, a lot, especially if you really only came to see your kid. You, you know, know what, what I'm saying? Like I don't give a fuck. It's a about. heavy time investment. That's shit is a racket. You know what I'm saying? And we you know so it's like it's kind of like a built in. Like you're a, you're a promoter and you got a built-in audience because these parents got to come see their kids. Is that the ultimate hustle, kids? It's the ultimate hustle, come kids. Come on. And then you know what I'm saying. After over time and shit, because the way they had it set up is each team get to bring all of their their family up front to the front of the stage. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like a like a fan squad. Uh huh. So you know some teams came with like an army. Uh huh. A little team out of Decatur, they came so deep. It was like, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> so. One, you got this built-in audience where, you know, boom, the team's got to pay to be in the competition. Right. It's a bringer show. Then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a bringer show. <laughs> and then the, the parents come and pay $10 a head. Right. It's like, man, you got to be there all day. It's a hustle. It, I think, kids man. Is the, I think kids are the ultimate hustle. I think the next hustle should be kind of like for those parents who wasted all their time doing all their kid essentials. They probably, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, it's got to be some type of hustle to drag them into next for themselves once the kids leave the house or mm-hmm. get old enough not to be doing all those activities and shit. You know what I'm saying? Wait, say what? Say it again? You ain't listening. No, I was, actually saying, I was trying to they, do some. I was looking at some shit for the for later on in the show, but go ahead. No, nah, I'm just saying, man, that the parents spend a lot of time there. They, it's, like you say, it's a huge time investment. Right. Like, if you do that shit every weekend uh-huh. with your kids, like, where does that leave your life? 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the next hustle is going to be moving those parents who did all that shit uh-huh. into something for them. Like an after party. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. a spinoff. Yeah. A spinoff. It's all, yeah. I need to work on that. I mean, it's there. It's, it's there for you to see. <laughs> I don't know why. It's all that built in shit, man. And as you know, I'm a parent, so so, so you know, you so know you, your market. You know that you be sitting out. You know, with me, it was AAU basketball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go to these tournaments. You there eight in the motherfucking morning. Your team play uh-huh. at nine. Then they had to wait for the other teams to play so they figure out who they playing next. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then you do that three games, and he's like, shit. You what? get home at night. What time? So it's like a 10 hour commitment. 10, 12 hour. All right, so what would be the. Because it can't be an after party after no, no, 10 not, hours no, fucking it's, watching it's, basketball. It's, it's it's not for that day. It's for once those kids age out of that and those parents realize they ain't got shit to do with their uh, life. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like an old. They oh, typically start coaching. <laughs> that be the hook. They like shit. I know the. I know this hustle. Yeah, or they, promoting. They start coaching because they ain't got shit. They got to be running because they've been doing it for the last twelve years. Maybe a ill lounge in the arena, like a for the for the parents, like a little smooth little, out. Like since you parent, got that little time between parent tent. Yeah, little parent tent. Like y'all, yo, because the kids are gonna be amongst the kids. Y'all hang out. Look, I ain't far. You got my cell. Mm-hmm. I'm about to go to the parent lounge. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't dance again till fucking four o'clock. It's two o'clock. I'm about to go there. Those little like uh, pod hotels there. Yeah, in Asia, yeah, you know, yeah. Something, maybe set that up. Something. Yeah, yeah, you could. You know, no kids allowed. You could reach me. You know what I mean? Come to the desk. Go on over there with your team. They'll call me <laughs> to the front because I'm going to be in the back. I might be fucking with some alcohol. Yeah, Maybe man. not super alcohol, but we're going to have a good time. You know, a a wine, massage chair. A wine or something. Yeah, good cheese and a cracker. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Look at that good. shit. There you go. Yeah, you know what I'm Get that you, shit see, together. I knew, I knew you was listening. Yeah. <laughs> Any fucking way. So uh, that's what's up. <laughs> That's so, dope. Yeah, so I did all that, man. I'm back. Man, that's good to hear, man. I was back inspired. No it's always good to get inspired and shit. Yeah, the weather changing, that's inspiring. Come on, man. This weather is ridiculous now. It's getting cold again. It's getting <laughs> you know, ridiculous. Yeah, you know, that's temporary. The sun yeah, was still out. The weather is so unpredictable. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's the, the days are longer. That that feels different. That feels like summer on the way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's 6 o'clock. The sun's still out. It was cold as shit yesterday. It was dumb cold. It was like <laughs> running into the crib cold. Like, cause this what happened was they got you with the when once we spring forward, we mm-hmm. need to be done with all of that cold weather shit. Like it can't get but so cold. We done sprung forward. We sacrificed a whole hour. So I don't need to be super chilly anymore. And that shit, that shit was like 39 degrees the other day. And that shit was unacceptable. <laughs> the That's funny shit saying. is that shit happened every year. Yeah. It's always a little, chill, a little chilly shit. all the way up until Every a little after year. May. <laughs> oh, <laughs> should shit. be a little chilly still. Damn. Till today, you know, till it really break. Uh, that. What's good with you, man? Man, everything, man. Just out here working, working on a couple things, shit that I can't really talk about, but I could talk about it abstract. You nah. know what I mean? In the abstract, uh, I tell you more. But all right, so yesterday I got a mean call. Morning, early morning and shit. I got a mean call. Like, yo, uh, are you a vet? You got a suit? <laughs> a suit? It's one of those. You got a you got a dark suit? Are you available? Can you be at this location by this time? They need, you know what I mean? They need shit. They need a black guy in a dark suit. Can you can you be there? I said, what's the situation? They was like, well, the situation is this. Some legendary uh, white actors are doing a situation, and it could be a look for you. Why don't you come down with your suit on? I said, all right. Um, how much time I got? It was like, you got to get there like within like a half an hour. <laughs> I, just, I snatched the suit, took a quick shower, jumped in the Uber, got to the spot. That shit was something. It was interesting. I can't really get into it right this second. Sorry, I can't get into it right this second. As soon as I can really talk about it, I'm gonna pull up. I'm gonna really talk about it a little bit. Pull up. But I'm a, I, I'll show you some situation. I felt a little. My only thing was, I'll say this: I was in a cool situation with some some legendary 
legendary actors and actresses, right? Mm. Legendary. White ones. White. Legendary whites. Mm. Legendary white actors. And uh and it was interesting. It was a it was a it was a cool it was a cool little look. It's one of them looks where it's like Oh shit! You know what I mean? Like you, I love the oh shit moment. You just jump in, jump out. You know what I mean? Almost like he got invited to the Oscars. Almost, almost. <laughs> they needed a black guy for the Oscars. Hey, 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 hey! hey, hey. hey. <laughs> you know a black guy, so I can't. They got get a black it. suit, and uh, yeah. Uh, which is weird. <laughs> Which is weird when you get to. So wait, is the token situation? Is that what you're telling me? Right. Well, I, was, I had to get. I had to get some clarity on the situation. So now, what exactly? What's the What's the situation? Because right, right, right. I'm not gonna just play myself here. <laughs> right. They were like, nah, nah, nah. So I said, I right, bet. And it was some of my people out there as well. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Other blacks. Yeah, other okay, blacks. Okay. You know what I mean? My people. I call them my people. <laughs> other blacks, OBs, and uh, you know a few OBs in the in the building. But it was an interesting situation. Uh, did what we had to do. Then we went for a break. We had a few breaks, but we for one break. They had to switch the the, the shot up. Mm-hmm. And um, in that in that time, they wrapped me. So one of the, the like the most legendary, I wanted to catch a flick with, but I don't mm-hmm. want I ain't want to do it while we was working because I looked like fanboy and looking crazy. Mm-hmm. So I never. That was the only regret. I was like, damn, because you know the social media got you feeling like if you don't get that look, <laughs> it didn't really happen. You know what I'm saying? It's like ah, because now I just feel like it happened. And I, you know, I ain't got no real proof. I could talk was about it, it. Was it taped? No, it was a taped situation. Oh, and but the funny thing is, this is how in haste the shit was. I was, I'm in, I'm in the mix. Of this whole shit with no haircut. I'm out there <laughs> wow. With the hood anxiety. Yeah, they like ah, this nigga's in a good situation. But what's up with your line? <laughs> Anyway, so that was fun. Well, and my then, suit was clean. Suit was clean. It was crispy. It was a good time. Uh, so that was that. And then... Uh, so, you know what I'm saying? You happy you went? I mean... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm happy I went. I, like I said, the only regret I had was I didn't get that that flick. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, yeah, it was a cool... It was a, just a cool opportunity. It was fun. It was, it was, just, it was one of those things where... We probably all had them where you don't know where life will take you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you just open to the moment, right. you know, all right, fuck it. Yeah, let's do it. And it's right. like, wow, who would have right. thought? You know, who would have thought yesterday or even when I woke up this morning mm-hmm. that I would be where I am right now? I woke up like that. Yeah. It was cool. <laughs> so, shit, it was like that? Yeah, it was popping. I'll tell you about nah, it. It was popping. Nah, yeah, 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 yeah. How, yeah. how long before you could, you know, tell the people? Hopefully sooner than later. You know, I just, I, that's why I just texted. I had to do a text. I said, yo, can I speak on it? Like, not, not yet. Vague as a politician. Yeah, I told Hopefully you. sooner than I later. I started saying vague. <laughs> you know, I don't even like getting vague with the people. These are the people. These are our people. Shout right, out to our right. people. Shout out to you vague know what I mean? politicians. Hey, this is Jeremy Roenick of the Roenick Life Podcast. Check out our podcast and I can guarantee you'll hear great stories, blunt, in-your-face honesty. Our guests never disappoint. It's the Roenick Life Podcast. You can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn. Make sure you go get it. You won't regret it. Speaking of uh, vague politicians and shit, my man Rob Ford passed away today. Yeah. Rest in peace, Rob. It's your boy, ain't it? My boy, <laughs> he's just as much my boy as he's your boy. <laughs> my boy, which I'm trying to, that's how they pass on the crackhead yeah. to you. That's your boy, ain't it? Well, this is the thing. <laughs> Let's talk about that shit. Because what I've been seeing in the news, and I don't want to be insensitive, but what I've been seeing in the news, I speak as uh, they've been saying now, no, no disrespect to anybody that suffers from cancer, but they've been saying it's cancer related. He's had mm-hmm. complications with cancer. Mm-hmm. Now, our introduction as Americans, especially Americans of a certain, you know age or whatever right. or just a certain uh, sensibility we were introduced to Rob Ford as a crackhead right so no one's talking about the crack did the crack complicate shit you know cause crack typically crack compli- complicate the, the cancer yeah. I suppose it's not like marijuana nah <laughs> No, I don't. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe twenty years from now, we'll find out there's benefits from crack smoke no doubt. that people don't know about, like we did with weed. Crackhead will outlive your ass. You know, you know. <laughs> How yeah. the fuck is he still alive? Yeah, he been smoking since '89. Because they still making crack. <laughs> when they, when they stop, stop making crack, he's gonna drop dead. Daily departed. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Rob Ford went on here to glory. Yeah. Damn. You know what I'm saying, but he lived it though. 
I got yeah, he went all out, huh? You know what I'm saying I wonder if they're gonna say that about um, Marion Barry when he when he dearly departs. <laughs> crackhead. You think they're gonna call him a crackhead or he gonna they gonna call him the crack mayor? They definitely put the crack in it. You know what I mean? Like you gotta he can't just he can't just die in natural causes. You know what yeah, I mean? Like if it I was guess, cancer related, they would you think they'll say it was cancer related, it would be like In the first paragraph there's gonna be some crack the talk. The crack mayor. It's gonna be some crack talk. <laughs> last yeah, last time he was in the news, they definitely referred to him as the crack mayor. And that was twenty years ago. No, it was it was a couple years ago. No, I'm talking about the crack. Right, was the crack 20 was years twenty ago. years ago. But and he popped up in the news a couple years ago as the crack mayor again. It's hard. Crack crackhead is really one of them things you it's tough to shake. That's that goes longer than bad credit. Oh, Marion Barry died. That's probably what you're talking about. Thank oh, you. Shit. And I almost wanted go. to say that, but I've been saying a lot of the wrong shit uh yeah. in these recent weeks. Now when you be talking off the cuff, you know, that's why we got the good research. What's the uh what's the headline? <laughs> Let's see the headline. Oh, I'll look for a couple of headlines. Oh, I'm just that he crackhead ass. <laughs> Oh yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's see, go, let's let's see how they do and yeah. contrast the headlines. See if they gave Marion Marion any uh, dignity with his death. You know what I'm saying? So Rob Ford, they got him with some dignity. Yeah, he went out with complications. Complications. No crack even hard, uh, mentioned. Hard partying. Hard partying. Colorful lifestyle. When you when you <laughs> when you those are fucking you, semantics for your ass. Go ahead. When, when you when you do drugs and you and you white, they call it partying. Yeah, that's what's what it's called. Partying. Partying. Yeah, he party with us, man. Y'all smoke crack for two weeks straight. That wasn't no party. Wasn't no music. But partying is where you starting in the white. That's when in the, it, what? In the white. I think party is cocaine related, maybe of crack, but like. Partying, like if you smoke a weed with white folks, they won't say we party. And nah, they just nah, say nah. we smoke a weed. But nah, when, when they start, say, yeah, when you start let's doing party. the hard drugs, that's it's, new, yeah. let's party. Yeah, I'm sure. And it don't be no music. Yeah. <laughs> so I grabbed a CNN article from when he died. Oh, shit. And uh, oh, shit. crack comes up in the third paragraph. Third paragraph. Oh, that's not what, bad. What's that's the respectable. Headline? What's the headline? Uh, the headline's just, you know, Marion Barry dead at All right. whatever age. But but it says, like, but his professional accomplishments were often overshadowed by bad behavior in his personal life okay. that made for startling headlines. And then it says a tape of him smoking crack. That was it, right. the third paragraph. Third paragraph. All right, now let's see. Crack the- is in the third paragraph. Bad behaviors in the second paragraph. Ooh. Okay. Let's see what Rob Ford's CNN article says. Uh-oh. Here we go. You know, we, CNN you know what challenge. CNN challenge for the day. You know what I'm saying? Headline for headline. Stay woke. This is the stay woke challenge. C- crack mayor for crack mayor. You know what I'm saying? Can we can we make that our shit? The in the conversation stay woke challenge? Hell yeah. Are we gonna do this a reoccurring segment? Hell yeah. The stay woke stay challenge. Stay woke challenge. Okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. Wake your ass up. Third paragraph. It's <laughs> a template. There's a template, exactly. <laughs> there's a somebody, there's a stay woke correspondent at the CNN. The 46-year-old Ford gained international notoriety after a video service in May 2013 that apparently showed him using crack cocaine. Mm. Uh, What's it saying? What the about second paragraph. Yeah, well, second paragraph. Ford, who had been battling an aggressive form of cancer, served as uh, a decade as a city councilor before being elected mayor. In no bad behavior in the second paragraph. <laughs> no bad behavior. No. So they, they hold out to the third paragraph. Yeah. Okay. Look at that okay. Shit. Stay woke. Stay yeah. woke. They Stay got woke. a template. You know what I'm saying? Ain't bad behavior. Ain't bad behavior. List the accomplishments in the second paragraph for Rob Ford. Shout out to Rob. Oh well, rest in peace to Rob Ford and Marion Barry. Man, real talk. Shout out to Drake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to Drake. Six God. You know what I'm saying? Go. Shout out to Norm. Whatever <laughs> he do. Views from the six. Oliver. <laughs> OVO. Yeah. You, you ready know? for that? Was the album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's very symbolic. You know what I'm saying to to where I'm at. You know what I'm saying. I'm about to fuck the summer up. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying. My, you know, Toronto is four one six. Oh, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> my, my my house number at my crib is four one six. Okay. You know what I'm saying. So it's views from the six every day for me. Oh, you know what shit. I'm saying. My daughter was born four sixteen. So uh-huh. you know. You gotta get it's, Drake it's, on here. It's symbolic. Yeah, we gotta bring OVO and Drake um through the podcast. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Come through, talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. So yeah, you know what I'm saying? Again, we talked about it before. I just like the energy he got coming in, coming around the corner. You know what I'm saying? Preparing everybody for the warm weather. You know, music that he about to drop. And you know, I'm about that life. There was some shooter. That uh yeah, there's so many different like a gun shooter mass or? shooters. Yeah, it's like a mass shooter happened a couple weeks ago. He shot up, I think he shot up his workplace. There's so many shooters you forget who's who. Mm-hmm. But uh some guy shot up the spot, mm-hmm. shot up his coworkers or whatever, and then before he did that, he made a video 
of him dancing to um, Summer 16. All Summer 16? All Summer 16. Oh, and I'm the, looking for revenge. Yeah, dog. I, don't, I mean, when Drake sings it, I'm not yeah. really into it. It's a little too wispy. I mean, that's his but, whole life. But when a fucking a, a gunman who's just got done putting in work sings that shit, it's way more menacing. I was right. like, damn, this shit, this... In the 90s, they would have got rid of Drake. Drake would have been the Marilyn Manson of the game. They'd have like, this shit is provoking violence. That shit didn't even make a headline. I seen it somewhere deep be, on Twitter. Because it, it sounds so wispy when he said it. You know <laughs> Looking for revenge. I skip over that part. Be like, yeah. All summer 16. <laughs> All summer 16. Yeah, that ain't that's that. <laughs> I, I ain't got no, no vengeance. <laughs> but I'm going I'm to kick it with a vengeance out here. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm going to put this workout like with a vengeance. <laughs> man. You know what I mean? So I, I ain't even, even think about that part. Your boy Hulk Hogan, though. Oh, shit. Hulk Hogan is... With the Aaron Andrews effect. With the... Nah, he took that shit to the next level. Even, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It, it affected it. Yeah. Uh, so, tell him to talk about it. Are you Well, Hulk Hogan just... Uh, he had that... We talked about it last week a little bit. Hulk Hogan's mm-hmm. sex tape got leaked on Gawker. Right, and he was emotionally distressed. He was emotionally distressed. And uh, similar to Aaron Andrews, he felt violated. Mm-hmm. And uh, similar to America, that white man's violation was worth, way more, way more <laughs> worth way more woman's. money. Yeah, he got a buck forty, a uh, one million, uh, yeah, one hundred and forty million dollars to Aaron Andrews fifty five million. Is that fair? Yeah, I mean, is, what's is, fair? Is his and that's before they even put the punitive. Punitive ain't even come. I think out the yet. punitive was the twenty five mil. Oh, it was one fifteen. One fifteen plus twenty five. Oh, I missed the the, the that part. Yeah, but um, is a white man's shame worth more than anyone else's? Well, you got to kind of look at. I don't want to. You got to look at Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. As an entity mm-hmm. versus Aaron Andrews as an entity. Nobody, I don't ever want to, listen, everybody's suffering is on par with someone else's suffering. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't like to debate struggle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Listen. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Man. However, Talk about it. however, Hulk Hogan is an established brand. Mm-hmm. It was ast- I told you, I watched this to tape and I felt like I fucked better than Hulk Hogan. Which so is that, yeah, it tarnishes his brand. It tarnishes, this motherfucker was the heavyweight champion for almost twenty years. Erin Andrews again, like I don't, I just know her. I don't know her outside this thing, and I don't want to look at this. This is how you wind up on Jezebel. <laughs> you know what I mean? But listen, all I'm saying is that man had a huge. You know, he had a fucking. He was a he was a big name. He's a bit. He's a fucking big name. Right, and I think <clears throat> I think more another thing that added to it added fuel to the fire. He was a big name. And it, a media organization, a tabloid media organization was targeting his big right, brand. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think a lot of this has to do with a lot with what's going on with celebrities and tabloid right. journalism or whatever you want to call it. Um, I think this shit's going to put them on notice. You know that paparazzi shit that's way out of control right now? I think motherfuckers is, you know what I'm saying, going to have to think a little bit before they start, start posting shit. Especially if that shit bank- bankrupts Gawker. Right. So, shit, yeah. 150 million. That's a lot of on money. On one story. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Shit. Whew. So, he, he going to have to spin his way out. Even what you if, think? What? You think he deserved more? You think, don't you think? You think he got too much? You oh, no. Nah, got- I, don't, I don't know the specifics of the case, you know what I'm saying? Because, shit, if it was me, goddammit. I didn't know the specifics either, but listen, I just Listen, can I finish sh- my oh. talk? God, I got to uh, preface my talk with some right, talk. You, can't, you know, be out here, so you be out here talking out the side of your neck. They be in the comments on your ass like, Ali, come on now. <laughs> you know oh, is that they coming at you like that? Nah, you know, you know how it is when you say some wrong shit. Now, go ahead, man. Well, shit. I celebrate the fact that the man got paid because these sites, this you know, the tabloid shit, the paparazzi shit is a whole industry on itself that kind of, you know, is they're predators to that same type of content. You know what I'm saying? So every day they go out. I don't think that it's, it's fair for a motherfucker to be able to just sit on your motherfucker doorstep and wait for you to come outside and shoot you up. You know what I'm saying? Or stalk you or chase you down or, you know what I'm saying? That shit, that shit is wild to me. But let me ask you this. Now that I'm, now we gonna and, and we got we got my man Chris on uh, 
research if we really need to get no into doubt. it. But I kind of thought this is the this is one thing, and I could be wrong, but this is the one thing. I guess Gawker didn't get the go ahead because it's not like you go ahead the, from who to public. Well, this is the thing, right? Uh-huh. Aaron Andrews situation, right? Mm-hmm. It was a stalker dude put in some shit. Mm-hmm. He he she he got he taped her against her will. She unbeknownst, right? Right mm-hmm. now. And I could be wrong. I don't know. Now, was the situation with Hulk and his man Bubble the Love Sponge and his wife, mm-hmm. was it a situation like, yo, Hulk, I want you to fuck my wife. I'm going to set up the tripod. No, no. Okay. It was supposed to be Hulk Hogan had a divorce. I said I ain't know no specifics, but I know all this shit now. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk, 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 this shit, I know this shit through osmosis and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Hulk Hogan was supposed to have, he was going through a divorce. Right. And then his homie called, like, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? I know you're going through it around that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to offer you, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to give you a love offering. You could come through and, you know what I'm saying, smash the wife. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And in the midst of smashing the wife, he did the hidden camera scenario and taped it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it was a you know, it was a setup. Then he went out. I guess he couldn't what he was he trying to sell the tape or something like that? Yeah, well I guess he sold it to Gawker, right? I mean right. That's probably I think what he happened. tried to make some other moves with it first and then ended up selling it to Gawker. How come he ain't sue his homeboy? His homeboy probably in the suit. He ain't got no but money. homeboy ain't got no money. Got no money. <laughs> uh, it's just like with, with Aaron Andrews, you know what I'm saying? The bulk of that money got to come from, from Marriott. Marriott. Right, you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right, right. The other half, she ain't even going to see that, never. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The, he ain't got 50 million to give her. Speaking of uh, judging what's fair and just, mm-hmm. they saying Sarah Palin is going to be the new Judge Judy. Did you hear this shit? Nah, I, you know what I'm saying? No, I haven't heard it, but I can see that. I can see it. I mean, it works. You know what I'm saying? It I mean, works. People it works. like how she look. Like how she looks. She ain't got no real, you know what I'm saying, no real serious, you know what I'm saying, politics with her no more. I mean, She's yeah. just out here in the world. No disrespect to the TV judges, because I know a lot of y'all might really be judges, but nobody that is shit really- you judging on TV ain't real. That's what I'm saying. Nobody's <laughs> really digging deep into your, your your legal background to see if you are- This is a television show. Yeah, this should be saying? actors like, in there. Yeah, this shit ain't real. I are they all fake? I ain't say it's all, but okay. they do have actors in that shit. I, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you know I saying? know. I know a couple cats. I know exactly. a friend of mine was on People's Court years <laughs> ago, and they, yeah, they tried to. Uh, never mind. It was a long story. I think they tried to give him a script. Like, listen, right. This is what's gonna happen. Right. This is what I need you to do. So you know, it, it fits. You know, she, I think her whole fucking political career was a hoax anyway. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? So I think she was just right reading the script the whole time anyway. So it fits, man. Go ahead, get that money, Judge. Palin. Judge Palin. Who's the best TV judge of all time, in your opinion? Um, I ain't never watched that shit, honestly. Uh, Chris, who you got? Yeah, I mean, I used to watch uh, Judge Judy. Sure. She's good. She's fair. <laughs> I love it. Wasn't it like a, who was the other one? What's the black lady that had the, the strong hair? The strong and, hair? The, like the stiff hair. Like had the, the hair dude that was... I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I just wasn't never around no damn TVs in the daytime. Right. And I then, mean, Judge Wapner was the OG, People's Court. People's Court had the illest. They flipped that shit on the old, the old Clue tape. I think it was a J record. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, I grew up in a house where, you know what I'm saying, the women, they kind of controlled the TV. So outside was your best option. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I stayed outside. Yeah, yeah. Judge Judy, Judge Wapner, Ed Koch was a judge for a hot second. That, that was a step down. What's the black dude? Judge Joe Brown. Joe Brown. Didn't Joe judge Brown get Mathis. cased up in real life? Oh yeah, Judge Mathis. Judge uh, Judge Mathis. Think he from Cleveland, and he uh, <laughs> I think he used to be on. Think he. I think he claimed to have been like a pimp. Or something <laughs> like that. So he always try to hit you with the street knowledge. He's like, brother, listen, you ain't slick. I know where you're going with. Like he's Judge Familiar. <laughs> and Judge Joe Brown, you know, Judge Joe Brown is cool. There was that video, Judge Joe Brown drunk than a motherfucker. 
But it was cool. It was an old man drunk, yeah, chilling, yeah. man. He wasn't, he wasn't out there wilding. He was showing pictures of his wife and shit real proud. Yeah, nobody, that was cool. Nobody real mad at the, the on TV judges about nothing. <laughs> yeah, you don't you know expect that much. You don't expect that much. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you saw Maury out in the streets wilding out, you ain't tripping. Nah, he's, he deal with that wild that's shit. The, you know what I'm saying? He the wild out show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ricky Lake. Bugging out in the streets. Uh, well, that's funny because then, then why do we expect so much from Trump. I don't know why these motherfuckers expect so much from Trump. Because he's, he's always been like a, a clown. Fl- carnival barker. Exactly. You know. I don't even, I don't know why. I think people expect more from the the people. I think I, I think, think I think people are a little disappointed in America. I know I, I'm like, if we get Trump as a president, we get the president we deserve. Yeah, it ain't happening though. But with, I don't say that shit no more. See, that's why I think people are giving it that much credence now because it has gone further yeah. than people thought it would go. Like, oh, hey, ha, 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 ha. Nah. Can't dismiss it. But then they see that audience, you know what I'm saying? They see that audience on the news every day, which to me is part of the whole shit because they didn't show them motherfuckers you wouldn't even know. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes they'll show that somebody put on the internet Barney Bernie at his little rally with 30,000 motherfuckers and mm-hmm. then but then all day on the news, you saw a Trump rally, which had maybe, you know what I'm saying, 2,000. But, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, that shit looked bigger than everything because you're seeing it all day. You know, somebody got swung on and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, you know, well, that's, that's, that's newsworthy shit. Like the Ricky Lake. Yeah. It's like Ricky Lake Morton politics. Downey Jr. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Morton so, Downey Jr. So you know what I'm saying? All this shit playing to it. I don't take no credence to this shit, man, but that's just me. This is the thing with Trump. First of all, Trump's been building his name since the 80s, right? right. Trump in the 80s was, he was, he was, uh, what's the word? He was, uh, he was almost like the, the fuck? I'm trying to think of a, sake of a better word. He was the epitome of ri- like wealth. Synonymous. Like he was, he, he was, was synonymous. synonymous. Thank you, Pop. He was synonymous with wealth. He was synonymous with New York wealth, mm. tycoon. Right. He had his name on shit. He probably ain't never been richer than a lot of people, but he right. oh, like Trump was the art of the deal. He was right. the he was the prototype. He was the businessman. Right. He was the he was when you look in the dictionary under businessman in the eighties, mm. Trump was there. I read the art of the deal. I got I, the I read, art of the deal. It's a good fucking too. book. I hate yeah, to I say. That shit. Um, that was before he, was, he went over the edge. That's before he went too far. <laughs> that was before but he got on that show. Before the he apprentice. got, you're fired. But, but that's what I'm saying. So this is from the 80s. I right. stopped fucking with him really like when I, when you found out more about what he did with the Central Park Five when he put that whole big ass ad in the, I think it was in the Times about, mm-hmm. you know, kind of just really like f- like fast forwarding through due processes almost mm. like throw the book at these kids they deserve it blah 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 these right. animals da, 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 da. that's when i was like okay i see where he right. at with it but from the 80s he was synonymous mm. with wealth then he did the you know you seen his name on everything that scene meet me in the trump international the trump you know the trump mm. felt like something it had some right. cachet even though if you really go to see it, this shit is often very cheesy as fuck. Right. But that don't matter. So then he goes to The Apprentice where he becomes this guy that's employing all these people. He's a deal maker again on the on the, on the TV screen. And he's a deal maker with some of your favorite stars' lives in, in his hands. Right. Like he telling niggas that you grew up watching TV with, you're fired. You're like, oh, damn, why you gonna do Arsenio <laughs> like that? Why you did Sinbad like that? You know what right, I mean? Right, right. <laughs> so did you see that type of shit? His propaganda has been cracking for like 30 years. Yeah, he know, he know that game. So, because the presidency... Is about a few things. It's a popularity contest. It's about selling some hope. It's about unless you a fresh voice. That's the thing. Like Hillary's not a fresh voice. People, you know, Hillary. It's like come on. Like at this point, people are like just Hillary. Hillary's almost like some Leonardo. You know what I mean? Like she's she's been in the game long enough. What's good? Not to not that you know. This is just my own cursory talk. <laughs> But she ain't that most desirable as a candidate. She's a great alternative to, she's the anti-Trump. But if I had, so, like, I'd fuck with Bernie before I'd fuck with Hillary, and I just met Bernie. Right. You so, know what I mean? Like, So what you going to do if, if if it comes down to Hillary and Trump? I'm on. 
Trump, man. I'm fucking going with Trump. Nah, fuck, nah, of course not. I'm going with Hillary. But I'm that's the thing. I'm going with Hillary. But it's like, it ain't as, you know what it was? And maybe we only get these every few cycles. A woman be a fresh voice. It'll be a fresh voice. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, but it, and I'm, I'm not even making it a male-female thing. All I'm right. talking about Hillary Clinton versus Donald Trump versus Bernie Sanders, whoever. Mm. I'm talking about who you have an affinity for, who you feel like. I'm going to vote more against Trump voting mm. for Hillary than I am voting for Hillary. And maybe that was the plan. Maybe. Who knows? But what back to what I was saying, I think that we kind of... We kind of get spoiled sometimes when it comes to politics, and maybe it, don't, it only comes a few years. But like that Obama shit, mm-hmm. that was a special moment. That that yeah, whole like you was, was voting black, not even just black. <laughs> you was voting it was, for hope. Of course, I was voting black. <laughs> you of course, I was voting. You was voting for hope. Hope was the motherfucker too. <laughs> Niggas you needed hoping, hope. You was hoping for a new everybody, America. Everybody was hoping. Everybody <laughs> thought America was going to be new. So I went to the Apollo to watch the fucking inaugural address. <laughs> With Time One on the big on the big screen with wow other hopeful motherfuckers. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like hope was it was a drug. It was. It was, but he was also cool as hell. Well spoken, smart. Right. Smart, like you know, didn't look tore down by politics. You know what I'm saying? He was so new in it. He was brand new. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like he it was it was a it was dog. It was lit. Like Obama. We talk about that. Obama like. Obama shit going to vote was the flyest shit ever. Obama had that shit was on fire. So, His lady arms was banana. Like, come on, right. man. It wasn't now, that shit now that's now that's a group of people out there that feel that way about Trump. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I don't know if they feel like, yeah, they, yeah. There's a he moment. has hope. Let's they, make they, America great again. Yes. And it's a lot they, of motherfuckers. They, they, they coming out with the with the, you know, with yeah, that shit. Yeah, they, true. Like, let us get a turn. And that's why I don't dismiss Trump. That's why I don't dismiss Trump. That's why I feel like Rather than dismiss that man, because I don't dismiss him because I didn't like I dismissed him initially. Like right. I was like, this dude ain't gonna make it this far. He's destroying the Republican shit. I don't believe he's gonna beat Hillary, mm-hmm. but I won't dismiss that shit. Like you know what I mean? It's a concern now. See, it ain't for me. That's not necessarily I'm gonna be dismissing Trump. I I'm dismissing the process. You know what I'm saying? Because you know if. You know, I don't want to get into all that, but you know what I'm saying? It, it is, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a tricky game out here. Go and ahead, I, say what I, you No, I mean, it ain't, it ain't some shit I don't want to say. That's what I'm not saying. Right. But you know what I'm saying? What I will say is that, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm not, I'm, I'm with this politics shit with the president and all that shit. Yeah. Like I am with the NBA right now. I'm going to come through in the playoffs. And then I'm a, when it gets exciting. Not when it gets exciting. Once all the shit wash out, enough information is there. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to come through, do my due diligence, and then go cast my vote. Yeah. That's what I'm fucking going to do. I'm not getting all into it right now, all early in the season. So I'm going to spend the next two years stressing stressing about Trump and, you know what I'm saying, this one and that one. Now it's less than two years. You know what I'm saying? But they've been, they been pumping it up for shit uh-huh. almost a year now. They've yeah, been running yeah. around the country. And then it's going to be a whole nother, you know what I'm saying? A whole nother uh, uh, round of it. Round yeah. of this shit. General. So, so, you know what I'm saying, once they, they figure out who the contenders going to be, Democrats pick their person, Republicans pick their person. Then I sit down and figure out what I'm gonna do, because uh-huh. I ain't getting into all this shit every day and caught up in the news cycle and this fake ass shit they showing me on TV. That's what I'm not gonna do. Uh, you ain't gonna stretch yourself out with this shit just yet. Nah, man, I got other shit to be worried about, yeah. man. That shit, they ain't gonna be distracted. I got motherfucking kids that need shit, and <laughs> I need to be focused on some real shit. Got to do with me. <laughs> Chris, how you feel? Uh, well, I have a couple of, I just wanted to say something to Ali's point. Like, I think a lot of people have that where I'll wait until it's just the two of them. Yeah. I think, and which is valid. I totally understand that. But I think actually the primary process, like what is going on now is more valid than the later part. Cause really then it's not really a choice. I mean, you're going to pay attention to it. You're not going to vote for Trump. You know what I mean? It's like, you, you know that you're, maybe you won't vote, but no, the I'm, odds I'm of you vote. supporting Trump, you know, are, are pretty right. slim. Like. Seeing Trump against Cruz, against Rubio, talking to the people that are actually vying for that candidacy is more valid than seeing him against Hillary because he's going to look like an absolute asshole against Hillary. You know what I mean? Like seeing the actual policy, watching Hillary compete against Bernie is way more valid than watching her compete against Trump because it's so much easier for her to compete against Trump. But that's also because you're smart. But is it supposed to be that way? Did they make it that way? 
Um, you said what? Did they make it that way? How would they make who, it? What do you mean? Who, 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 who? You know, it's a lot of string pulling. That's all. I, I, I think there's a lot of string pulling to a lot of this shit. And you know what we see ain't always what we get. Yeah. You know what I'm this is my. I'm more concerned because, like, how you thinking that there might be some string pulling? I'm just. I'm worried that America might not be as bright as we think they are. You know what I mean? Well, like, cause well, I, I like know I, that. I do I do shows and I'm out there. I pull the crowd. I'm like, yo, anybody in here fuck with Trump? Now we in New York City, and people be like, there's a few people, yeah, yeah, like, and proud of that shit. No you know doubt. what I'm saying? Like, that's nervous. No doubt. That's nervous. Nah, but once you see shit like what happened with Bush the first time and shit, wait, you know, wait, took, what do you mean? Well, you know where the numbers come in and it's like Bush on there, like I concede, and then wake up in the morning it's like shit, Bush the president. It's like, what the fuck going on, man? Let me ask you this. this okay, <laughs> let me ask you this question too, because it's real. T- do you really? Do you feel honestly? Do you feel that shit affects your day to day? What? Who the president is? Sometimes I don't know. I don't know. That, okay, because you don't, I don't really know. all the way. No, you don't know shit. if Obama was the one that affected this shit. Nah, you know what I'm saying. That shit might have just gonna happen the way it's gonna happen. They just need somebody to motherfucking hold that shit down for four years. Shout out to my man Skeeter D in the building. Hey, yo, who that, Jared? What's going on? Jared got the motherfucking pioneer beard. Huh? Where are my Chiefs Wizard books? Okay. Now we can't be having shit like that happen. Uh, Shout out to them cats in the building. Uh, What up? They got a Slurpee donut coming out. You on that? I'm gonna try it. I what eat the, what the fuck is a 7-Eleven around this motherfucker? 7-Eleven and every yo, 7-Eleven is taking over the bodega. There's yeah, about not in bad style. they coming, dude. They said maybe about two years ago, 7-Eleven said we're putting at least 150 7-Elevens in because I remember when mm-hmm. they first started coming to New York City, you would see 7-Eleven on the outskirts, but never in the city. I remember the first one might have been on 42nd Street or something like that, and it was like, oh, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Them shits is. Everywhere, like everywhere in the hood, like everywhere, like sh- them shits is replacing bodegas. They're taking them down. I don't not know in, about in Brooklyn, not, not in, but not they all through Harlem, they all through like all through Manhattan, like they come. Yeah, they ain't, yeah, they not in where I'm at. Yeah, they not in Fort Greene. Best I like that. They ain't watch. I, I think I seen one like Flatbush. They coming like on out Flatbush somewhere. Yeah, they they popping up all over. Them so you gonna is, fuck with it? I'm gonna just taste little, it to see little, what, see what, what. How would that even make sense? A little diabetes situation. Yeah, a little. Come on, don't curse my <laughs> shit. Come on, I'm gonna take a bite. Can't get diabetes from a bite. You know what I mean? Just take a nibble. That's what. That's the diabetic justification. You can't get it from just a little bite. <laughs> shit. It's like that's like your grandma when you tell your grandma you don't eat pork and shit. Little pork ain't never killed nobody. Mama, what's wrong with you? Your mama and daddy ate pork all their life. <laughs> then you smell the pork chops frying up, and you're like, you know what? Let me fuck with that one down. Let me see what's good. See, you good because you you got religion. You claim that. Like, I just went away to college and felt the way, like, after a semester. It was like, you know what? I'm not. I don't fuck with it. And then that shit, you smelt it. You seen it on, you see the pepperoni slices. And then you can't, you've never had pork in your life, right? Not not consciously. You know what I'm saying? See? So you can't really miss what you've never had. Well, you know what I'm saying? That shit was a battle of wits, though. You know, like, like you had to... You go to your grandma's house and they frying pork chops and shit. Right. And you come in there telling me, you know, me, it was me and my sister, and I was a spokesman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> uh, you know, we, we can't eat pork. Well, then what y'all gonna eat? <laughs> That's a hard battle to fight against your grandmother. <laughs> grandma. How old are you doing this like, battle? Like, you know, you like eight, nine years Damn. old. They do the call ahead, like, you know, they don't eat nah, pork. They, just knew, so, the, they okay. knew the shit. They but they wanted the, to see if they could break you. They, of course, they wanted to see if they could break you because that's what they was making. You know, they gonna buy certain shit for the week and they gonna make it. Do you think not eating pork made your resolve stronger as a young kid? I mean, it definitely changes something in you that first time you had to sit there against your grandma and tell her. Against your grandma? You can't eat the pork. And she tell you, well, that's for dinner. If you don't eat the pork, you ain't going to eat dinner. And you're like, okay, that's what it is. Mm. And then it's that that's long silence. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know why your mom and them did this to you. <laughs> and then she go in there and fix you an alternative. Peter butter and jelly <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then might you, be pork and the jelly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but then you know, okay, there's an option to what, you know, at, yeah. at that time, your grandma's word was right. the letter of the law. Right. You know what I'm saying? And to be able to... Match wits with it and, and come against it and then come out at an early age victorious. It's like okay, well, shit. Everything ain't always what it seems. Fight the power. 
A torch, yeah, you go apply that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's but it was it's hard because when your grandma say <sighs> grandma disappointment if, is if the worst. If you're Isn't not it? eating this poke chop, you're not eating. Yeah. That shit is like, damn, I ain't gonna eat. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> that's dope. Yeah. I don't know. We was a so, pork household. We ain't never really have all that. We ain't fucking with pork uh, from the door. So it was never. And so when I came back from college and shit, or I come, or I get on my whole do the knowledge shit, and I say I don't want to fuck with the, you know, <laughs> and shit. And then and you know, actually, what happened too is my resolve ain't shit because they'll say, oh yeah, he gonna quit pork for two weeks. He'll be back on pork by Thanksgiving. I just, they, sure you know, enough, grandma come bring put the plate in front of me. Watch out, little bitch! Now he gonna take this plate. There <laughs> you go. Hey, have some pork. Watch out with that. Oh, shit, man. Uh, yeah, man. I got one last question. I'm gonna ask the people. Uh, the questions be popping on the snap. Yeah, we gotta get the people something. To... They be hitting me like I asked the question. Well, shit. <laughs> Hit me too, man. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I like that. Let's do it again. Show show yourself listening to uh, the podcast. I want to see you listening to it. Shout out to everybody. That, and this got some people with some real ass jobs. I think somebody yeah. was moving some inmates. Everybody got real jobs. Yeah, on this but I made like some shit. Like, damn, son. I'm glad that I could be there and exactly. you get some inspiration. Exactly. You know, shit. Um, what's the best? I think when it comes to champagne. Let me. I was thinking about this. <laughs> When it comes to champagne, dog, it's just it's, super relatable question. Man, come on, it's, that's but that's the question because how often do you really fuck with champagne? It's typically some big shit. And then how many champagnes do you really know? And you don't know shit. You know, maybe two, you're a hype beast when it comes yeah, to champagne. Yeah, like yeah, everybody yeah. know Mo, everybody know Dom, and you might know Vuv, Chris, Chris, Ace. You know so Ace now. Who? Yeah, yeah, he's shouting out the region. Yeah, you know, but that's what it is. Yeah, no, I, I, no, I understand. I'm talking about names because this is the thing. I was, I was going to get some champ right uh -huh. for some, and then, um, the guy at the liquor store was, I, I, you know, I went with my names, my go tos. I was like, uh -huh. yo, you got this or you got that. They were like, right. nah, but I got, uh, I got Piper. Yeah, yeah, Piper and, was one of the joints. And he, he, I, I've heard, see, you got to have a context because he was like, Piper's way better than all of this shit. Then he hit me with another one that I had never heard about. Such and such is better than that. But this is my thing. When you send in, when you send in the uh, deliverable, when you send in the situation, especially because nah. I don't think most people, Chris, when was the last time you had some champagne? Uh, oh, when I got engaged. Okay. Right. Now, if what would feel what would feel better? Let's be honest, like somebody sent you a bottle of Dom, you know, happy engagement, or they sent you a bottle of Gallagher's. That might be the shit. <laughs> right. That you don't, you got to do the knowledge to really know that this shit is way better than Dom. Impact. Well, it's the same thing you're saying about Trump. The name is synonymous with something. You see Dom, you think, there oh, this is a good champagne. Yeah. There it is. It's all about well, branding. See, and, and it's all about occasion. You know what I'm saying? Because there's certain certain brands that, you know, when you don't know shit uh -oh. about the champagne. You about to show us this. When you don't know shit. Subtleties and fly shit. You no, know, it's, it's not even <laughs> subtleties because you don't know. You don't know shit, but you know where certain shit should be as far as branding-wise. You know uh -huh. what I'm saying? If it's a summer situation outside and it's halfway kind of fly, you might send a bottle of Vuv. You know what I'm saying? The Vuv Clico Why? look good. Why? Because it's yellow? Because it look good in the summer. Okay. And they had a little poto tournament. Why? Because it's yellow? <laughs> because the branding, the branding that you see out in the world. Dom don't look good in the summer. Is that a winter champagne? Dom is definitely a winter. That shit got a, what, and, gold, a green bottle? And like, Dom is when you want to make a statement like, I paid a lot for this shit. Appreciate it. Oh, uh, man. Vuv is, you know what I'm saying? It's moderately so, priced. Right. It's moderate. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's respectably priced where you uh -huh. come in and it's like, okay. Okay. He ain't just go to the cheap, he ain't go right. to the cheap section and uh -huh. get us nothing. Not okay, that white the, star. Nah, ain't the white star. Okay. It's respectable. That's that's you come in most occasions and uh -huh. and be respectable with the uh -huh. move. Okay. You know what I'm saying? When you want to say, hey, uh, spend some money, uh -huh. but I'm still kind of classy, uh -huh. I'm going to send you the dumb. Okay. If you want to say, hey, I spent a ridiculous amount of money and I really am just trying to show out, mm -hmm. you might send an ace of spades because- that shit is expensive. That shit expensive for I don't even know what reason. Because you paying for that gold bottle. <laughs> like, I don't, what the? What was this shit ten years ago? Because what happens is when you go to a liquor store, that's when they they get on their Somali. That's when they get on their shit. They be like, Oh, are you gonna buy some Ace? Is that what you? You know that swill, right? You know you're paying for the bottle. You, you know if you right. uninformed, you gonna feel like. Oh, 
Fuck, maybe you I should get the Gallagher's. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, me, an uninformed champagne purchaser. Right. I just purchased it by brand, tenants, and, you know what I'm saying, style uh, factor. Uh, like wearing a polo shirt, you know what I'm saying? The, you know, Vuv is the polo of motherfucking champagnes to me. It's, it's, it's been established. It's established enough to say, okay, he got on a polo shirt, he's, he's all right, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He, he ain't slumming up in there. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Well, he ain't got no rapper endorsing this champagne, because all it takes is Jay to put that shit in the verse. And motherfuckers will be fucking yeah, with Gallagher. Yeah. No doubt. Shout out to Gallagher. There's, I don't think there's a Gallagher champagne, but you never know. Moet, Moet Chandon, good for the barbecue if you want to come through the barbecue. Especially some nice vintage. Block party. Play a biggie record in the you know background. Come through the block party with the, you know what I mean? <laughs> like you want to turn it up, like you want to dress it up a little bit. Why motherfuckers <laughs> always now the shit is to buy the whole bottle to the head? Who drink that much champagne and enjoy themselves? These niggas yeah. even fronting. That's fronting. That's of course. That's, that's what <laughs> but, it's always been. But it's just funny the levels of fronting that we we get into. Nah, it was it was always been that shit. Champagne in the club was always fronting. Yeah, but it wasn't to the neck. It, it was. Uh-huh. It was spray. Shit. Champagne showers spraying that shit back in the day. But okay, but that's the Nigga, uh, niggas in the club in Miami was drinking the pipers with the straw coming through the club. <laughs> Oh, see, I ain't know about that. That's slick. That's strawberries. You know what I'm saying? That is, that is That is, I know whoever worked with the Piper's estate is looking at that shit like, ah, oh, they, they, they was not complaining when them cases was moving. What you call it started complaining? Remember Chris Stahl? That's why uh, Jay yeah, went to Ace of Spades. Yeah, that was that one motherfucker in France complaining. I bet the U.S. distributor was like, God damn it. Fucked it all the way this up. This motherfucker here. Well, listen, man, whatever champagne you got on deck, why don't you pop that right now in celebration of another episode of In The Conversation. Ali, where you going to be at this week? Uh, I'm going to be in the lab in Brooklyn, man. But I think we should tell them about our, our live show. Oh, all right. was was uh, May, May 22nd. 22nd. Come out, get your tickets. Uh, we're going to have a lot more information. There's an Eventbrite link. We're going to put that up. Yeah. But, uh, but we're doing our first ever live In The Conversation. Cake shop. Cake shop in the Lower East Side. At Podfest NYC. Podfest NYC 2016. You know what I'm saying? I think we're going to have the whole triumvirate on deck. The whole triumvirate. And, you know, we're going we gonna to do it a little differently probably than the other podcasts. Probably. Bring some champagne. Think, Your favorite. I think that's what we might have to do. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a lot of shit. A little champagne we, toast, some pipers with the urban, straws. Urbanize the pod fest. Okay. For, for this occasion. All right. So come through, it's gonna be lit. All right. Turn up, get your tickets. There it is. So you in Brooklyn, anything else? Oh uh, shit. Nah, I'm even working on a lot of productions. So I'm about to launch the new site, the um Thorough TV Network. Okay. So we working on a lot of pr- original productions that um yeah, that's got got me stretched out. Yeah. So I'm going to be all over the city just shooting shit, you know what I'm saying, looking for, you know, cool ideas and cool people to fuck with. There it is. So holla at your boy. Holla at him. Uh, I'm going to be, shit, tonight I'm going to be at the Comedy Cellar on the 11.30 show, so y'all can come through that. Uh, Thursday I'm at Stand Up New York, 10 o'clock show. Friday I'm at the Stand on the 10 o'clock show. Uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. I'm there March 31st through April 3rd. Get your tickets now. I'm coming out there to Arlington, uh, Texas at the Arlington Improv. I want to say that's April 29th. I'm not sure. That's definitely on DamianLemon.com. Denver Improv. I'm coming there. And uh, Helium in Philly. I'm on my way. So, uh, as always, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even the enemy. To get in the conversation. Yeah. We out. of it all is to be in the conversation conversation